intro music for No, it's well because I'm introducing it here. You're here. I'm here. You're here. I'm very here. Well, do, I have to. Do we need to clap? To, I have to introduce. To sync our oh, audio. Oh yeah, we Let's should. Clap we should to probably sync our clap sync our audio, even though we do not have video running. Let's just clap a little. Sync that audio up. Let's get that nice and cinch. Just sync that. Just sync that. Just sync that. Hey, it's world's hottest goss, and it's a good show. And and so DP people... Snacks is in the waves. Yeah, DP Snacks Where's is DP? in the DP Snacks is this okay. track. This track is DP Snacks. Okay, he's in the he's in the he's here. He's a ghost in the shell. I need to know that he's here. Well, see now what? Okay, let me explain what happened with DP Snacks, and then we can start the show. <sighs> Fine. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happened with DP Sna- Snacks. DP Snacks uh, created this amazing, wonderful theme song for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, based off of the TMZ theme song. It's amazing. It's perfect. Very talented musician. Uh, But he had a little accident when he went to uh, compress the file to send it to me. Did he get cyber chased? He absolutely got Ghost in the Shell. He went full Ghost in the Shell. Please. Well, he troned. He troned a little bit. He troned right into the music. God damn it. So now he is stuck in the music. Yeah. And I don't think that he can get out. Listen, I've heard of you've. I've got the music in me, but the music, the music's got, got DP in it. In it, that that's new to me. And that's and that's what happens. Jesus Christ! And that's what happens. This is Riley McCarthy here to help me introduce <laughs> introduce uh, some really important news. I'm just here for introductions in the world of hottest gods. Yeah, I get brought on for big. Announcements. Big announcements. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big, well, announcements, large and small. Because I refuse to do your show. Yeah. But I'll intro your show. I... Unless I'm not a monster. I'm not going to say no to help you introing your show. I want to support I feel like, you. Riley, I feel like you are a very good friend of mine. Yeah. I feel like we're pretty close. Yeah. I feel like we've had some pretty serious talks about our life we've, and our dreams. We've shared emotions. And our thoughts and ideas. We've spilled blood. We we are blood bros. We've feasted. We've battled. That's true. That's we, true. One time we did a truth or dare show, and one person was not taking it seriously, mm-mm. and it was mm-mm. real uncomfortable. And that show, also, that person um, argued with me for like half an hour after the show about uh, spirit animals being cultural appropriation. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. I, <laughs> it's like, I think it is, and I don't care. If Number you... <laughs> one, it was just a little quick. It was quit. a throwaway it was, line it was that a I improvised. Half a that was like, well, I do think. I was just like, I think that's cultural if, appropriation. If I'm not mistaken. It's like, it got a laugh, it was a line, and then it was a fucking 30-minute conversation <laughs> about like, well, I don't think I'm appropriating. And I'm like, I don't think I can. That's fine. It's whatever. You're it's allowed fine. to continue to think okay. that. What's this person's name? Let's put them fully on blast. I don't even remember. <laughs> I truly don't even remember what their name is. Oh, yeah, it was man. Dave Attell. Dave um, Attell. Yeah, That's was... your Dave Attell impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good Dave Attell. Thank you. So anyway, I think I that we're know. pretty close. We've yeah. gone on some long drives. Yeah. We've made out under the moon. Mm-hmm. Light. We've robbed a bank. We robbed multiple banks. We, we went on a whole run. We've spent many a weekend in Branson, Missouri. We went Missouri. full uh, Dolly and what's Dolly and fuck? Who's the guys who did the ranking bank robbery? Dolly Parton? Dolly and uh, no. What? Dolly Parton has never robbed banks. The ones who did the, the bank robbing. The only thing she's robbing. stolen is America's heart. Barry and Gordy. Barry. St- stem, stem and Stem. They're like, it's like the two people. Robbers? They have two names. One is a guy and one is a Listen, girl. I don't glorify criminals. So I don't pay attention to true okay. crime, celebrity, Bill, news Billy and, and the kid. I think it was Billy and the kid. Billy and the kid. Yeah. We're like, it was we went full Billy, Billy Joe and the Armstrong. Kid. Billy Joe Armstrong and Kid, and kid Rock. Kid Rock. Yeah. We, I was Kid Rock, obviously, because mm-hmm. I have been known to bow with the bar. Yeah, and I've got those dazzling blue eyes. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And a son that I exploit <laughs> for content. <laughs> uh. That being said, that being, even though listen, we're very good friends, this is and the preface to the preface. Deeply love each other. Yeah, Riley will not do my podcast. Well, I just I think that we need to separate work from state. I think I support what you do. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want you to be a part of my shit. I think 
You know, I, this I'm 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 weary of it being a codependent. Situation. Wait, is this church or is our friendship church? Our friendship is church. Okay, and this, this is, is state. state. Yep. This is state. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but you will, as a friend, help me introduce something. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, all 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 all. I want to raise your projects up. I want I want to elevate and and project your voice, but I just don't want to be fucking anywhere near any of sure, it. Sure, sure, you know? sure, 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 sure. You, you can't be around when shit goes down. No. God, no. No. And you and you understand. I absolutely understand yeah, that. You know. Honestly, I have a lot of other friends who have podcasts who have asked me to do them, and no. And, you know, I... You Not know, in a million years. You ask me to do your things. I have to say no. I've never asked you to do one of my things, but I think you understand yeah. why, you know? Yeah. It's implied. Uh, it's because you think I'm an untalented hack. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. so you get it. Yeah. No, I absolutely, yeah. I absolutely get mm-hmm. it. So here's what the deal is. Uh, World Hottest Goss, as an entity, has been approached... Did we clap to sync audio yet? Did we? Let's just clap Let's real just... quick to sync audio. Okay, DP, you got that? All right, he's waving from the waveform. He's in there. Um, so we have been, I say we, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm world's hottest goss as an entity. Yep. And some angel investors approached me. Uh, Literal when I angel say, investors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Seraphim, uh, Polycules. Gladriel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Lothlorian. With the wings and all the eyes. Frodo. The, the spinning ring things mm-hmm. and the, uh, and they... Oh. They came up to me and they were like, I mean, first, of, it was an email. Okay. It did open with Be Not Afraid, yeah. which is nice, mm-hmm. which is not. When they came you, to you in, in the form that would be least upsetting in, to you. In the form an of email. an email, yeah. which they, you would, not the least upsetting to me, if I'm being totally honest. Honestly, emails, if I, if I hear an email notification, I immediately am furious. I think it's like a uh, phone call, the most upsetting. See, emails higher than me than phone calls. Really? Yep. Because I can ignore a uh, friggin' email for a long time. It's way you, I don't have notifications. Yeah, but when for you when email. you ignore a phone call, you never. It's not you're not pushing it away for further down the line. That's just over that second. Are people not calling you back immediately? Well, no. I pick up and say fuck off, and then I hang oh, yeah. up, yeah. and then that's yeah. it. Well, okay. So, but let me get, get let me get through my list. Okay. Let me okay. get through my list. Okay. Phone call. I've most never upsetting. interrupted you once. <laughs> uh, voice I'm here to support you. Elevate your voice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Voice Please message. Continue. Voice message. Very upsetting. Okay, well, like a voice memo. Yeah. Okay. What I'll what I will say about that? If the voice memo opens with "Hey, I'm driving a car right now," that's okay. why I'm sending you a voice memo. Absolutely fine with that. Okay. But if you're sitting at a bar. And you send me a series of 15 to 45 mm. second voice memos yeah. instead of just typing out one text message. Yeah. Suck my whole asshole okay, deeply. Wow. wow. I hate it so much. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, because here's what it is. I don't want li- to listen to a message. Mm-hmm. I don't want to listen to a message. Give me something that I can read. Yeah. That's valid. That's super valid. Because that's number two. Because my ears don't work. Yeah. Uh, and then email is number three. Email's number three. Text message would be the least upsetting. Okay. Because text message is the easiest to ignore. True. For me. Yeah. For, For me, me, it's... Email- I, don't have, I don't have red receipts on. Email is most upsetting up top. Um, second one is I fucking... And I don't know why people still do this. It bothers the shit out of me when someone, like, instead of just texting me, ties a note to an arrow and fires it through the window That's of my so castle true. into That's one of my so servant's true. thighs. That's so true. It's like this could have been a text message. Actually, the scroll is tiny, I and mean, it's always just like. Now that I'm thinking about it, brick through the window. That's a situation that, that is pretty. That's up there. I still think it's better than a voice memo for me. Yeah, brick through the window better mm. than a voice memo for me. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends what window. Also, that's so true. If it's bedroom window, I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I, that's where I sleep. Um, if the brick hits me in the head, yeah. That's a problem. It's upsetting. Mm. I still would rather get hit in the head with a brick than receive a voice memo. That's valid. Yeah. I think that's completely valid. Yeah. Okay, so we're here today we're to discuss here today. 
some emails. Some angels sent text, me yes. Some angels sent me an email. It started be not afraid. It followed quickly with we are angels. We have money. You're a podcast mm. network now. And I mm. said I don't really know what that means, but I did immediately reach out to uh my uh what's the word cadre yeah. of uh that's the word of dissonant voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, who all who all have something to say all the time? You got a lot of opinionated fucks in your. Oh inner, my inner god! Circle. I got I got a bunch of people who are just ready to pop the fuck off. It's you. Your whole clique gets together, and people are just throwing out fucking dangerous ass ideas. We're like we're like if the we're like if the Rat Pack was all crazy people. Yeah, instead of disruptors. Uh, Probably Racist misogynist. People. Yeah. Well, I, I went, yeah. <laughs> Racist and misogynist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, wait. Okay. Who, what, like the, the cat pack? Cat pack? The fat pack. Is that, are you naming your entourage this, right now? This, this, oh, like wait, no. Pack. Pussy Posse. We're the. I, um, my, you know how when, like, you can name, um, chats on your phone like uh-huh. group chats i like two years ago on an impulse at like 4 a.m changed the name of the text message between me and my both my parents and my siblings and my partner to the pussy posse because i thought it was funny and no one ever changed it so i'll just get notifications like it's grandma's birthday today thinking about her from the pussy i i love I I hate that the pussy posse exists, uh, but I do love it deeply. Yeah, pussy posse was David Blaine, um, absolutely. Leo, Leo DiCaprio, DiCaprio, Toby McGuire, Toby McGuire, um, Topher Grace. Did they have Toby and Topher? Probably. Um, and I think Mussolini was in there. Someone Italian. Um. I do think that Gary Shandling was a part of the Pussy Posse really? for a while. Yeah, isn't he like twenty years Shandling, older than the rest? Yeah, of them? well, he was the cool of the there brother. Was, there, look, there is no age. Yeah, to, to being uh, a fucking pussy to being hound. a fucking pood hound, yeah. Yeah. to being a fucking kitty cat licker. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. yeah, also Tom DeLonge was in there. No. Yeah. Well, but he mostly just thought that when they said pussy, they were talking about like an alien. I make that mistake all the time. Yeah. Look at it. It looks like (laughs) (laughs) it has mandibles. Hey, look closer. (laughs) Smell this thing. That's not. Tell me. Smell this and tell me this is from this planet. (laughs) So anyway, uh, what had happened is we we're a network now. The world hottest goss network. The world of hot goss, probably. The world of hot gossness. The gossiverse? The gossiverse. Yeah. The worldiverse. The world. The world. <laughs> it's just called the world. Oh, okay. The network is called the world. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the world. Yeah. And uh, I reached out to a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, good friend, an acquaintance of mine. Yeah. Who is, has a voice mm-hmm. and is interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh, also mil- a disruptor, I would a, say. A huge disruptor. Yeah. Major disruptor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked him if he wanna, would want to do a show, and he was like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of cool, interesting jobs. I'll do a show about just sort of like hustle culture, grind culture. Yeah. Uh, having a lot of jobs. Wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. Um, and I was like, cool, I'll be, I'll be your first guest, because uh, I also have a lot of jobs. And that'll make that that'll make it super easy. Mm. And so uh, this is this is. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna introduce it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this this is the premiere episode of uh, uh, Hustle and Show, the Milkshakes Christmas Project. Yeah, and uh, well, we just have to clap to sync up. Just so sync that we, it up real I can, quick, so I can clip in the, the intro show. music in the show. Yeah. We don't have intro music. Um, okay. Um, well, I think, I, if, if I remember correctly, I think Milkshake sings his own. Okay. So, that's, so I think we'll be good. Okay, perfect. Hustling show, motherfucking go. We're gonna do the thing that it's a motherfucking show. Woo! Come on, it's your boy, Milkshake's Christmas. Dip, dip, dip. That's the Christmas truth. Coming at you live from Studio ABC. 
here in Portland, Oregon. You know, it's your boy, Milkshakes Christmas. For those of you not familiar with me, there's just 18 things you got to know about me. Number one, I work hard and I play hard. That's right. Every day, I'm out there grinding. Every night, I'm out there at the clubs, popping my shirt off, dancing with everyone. Number two thing you got to know about me is I buy and sell Funko Pops on the internet. That's a flow. That's a full-time job. Number three thing is that I do work nights at Oaks Park Amusement Park down in Milwaukee, Oregon, cleaning up the amusement park rides, cleaning up the little handrails that guide you to the rides, cleaning up the stairwells, cleaning up the rides themselves. I ghost ride them motherfuckers. I ride on there. I clean them up. Number four things you got to know about me is I'm a commercial airline pilot for American Airlines. Very proud. It's a, I'm a, a sky care worker. People, a lot of times people talk about the healthcare workers in this country, but not enough people are talking about the sky care, and I'm here to represent that community proudly. Welcome to the show. As, of course, we always start the show off before I introduce my guest with a real quick 20-minute personal hustle report from me, Milkshake's Christmas. Before we get to our guest, I just got to talk about how I've been hustling, where I've been hustling, how the hustle's going, and any new hustles I have produced in the past three days since the last show premiered. My hustle report for the week, I got a new hustle going on. Where You see, I, I, I spend every night cleaning the rides down in Oaks Park. I got a chamois that I throw on a bean pole. I ghost ride that roller coaster and I wipe it down. What I realized today is that if I also offer a shine business for the people riding the roller coasters, I can make double the profit. And that is tip number one, when you can, double the profit. Write that down, there's going to be a test. My guest today, personal friend of mine, personal collaborator, someone who I've grown a lot of respect for in the past uh, 11 years, seeing how they've grown and how they've, how they've uh, produced their own hustles, how I've, I've been watching them from afar. Only recently have we actually started to collaborate. And, you know, maybe by the end of this show, we'll, we'll collaborate on a little hustle, the two of us. But I'm here to talk to them about their hustles. My guest for today's show is Clancy Kramer. Clancy, welcome to the show. Hello. I do think that it's entirely possible that you are going to uh, destroy the eardrums of everyone who is listening. Well, DP can mess with that, right? Yeah, deep, yeah. <laughs> Some, I mean, someone can. I still believe <laughs> someone, someone in there. Someone can fix hey, it. You got an intern. Hi, I got an intern. Milkshakes. Hey there, Clancy. Milkshakes. It's been a minute. It's been a while, man. When was the last time we talked? It was about, I think, it was, December. Yeah, sometime around the new year. Actually, sometime. Wait. I think it was Hanukkah season, if I do remember correctly. Yeah. Well, it could have been, could have been January. I think I had. Well, see, you know me. I'm one of those people, and I, I hate to admit it, I leave the menorah up until, like, mid-February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know it's embarrassing. Are you Jewish milkshakes? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. Yeah, both, See, both sides of the family. Because it was my understanding that you lost your mother in a Christmas tree accident. See, my mother, this is, okay, Clancy, are we going to get into this? I mean, we... I don't see why not. Okay, so this is Clancy unless brings it, up... Unless it's too painful for you to <sighs> rehash. You know, it's very painful, Clancy... But it's important to be vulnerable with the people listening to my show. My family, it was a, a deeply troubling and traumatizing Christmas tree accident. My family, growing up, traditional Jewish family. Sure. We ran a business. We were down there in, in Boomerang, West Virginia. We ran a business uh, refurbishing Christmas trees sure. for Christian families. Totally. It's a, it's, it's a long history of my family, fourth generation Christmas tree refurbishers. And unfortunately... There was one late November day while we were sitting with our little Christmas tree polish, little tins of polish, polishing up that tree, that my mother looked at me from across the room, and her eyes got real big. She started to sweat, and she said, Kiss my grits! And she ran up that Christmas tree. Never to be and seen I've again. Never saw her again, yeah. Clancy. Yeah. And you know, Clancy, when I think about it, I think that might be why I hustle so hard. Yeah. Just to make her proud. Just to make her proud. Just to make her proud. I was know. she a big hustler? Or? Oh, she was a big hustler. Okay. Oh, you think that the only thing she needed was refurbished Christmas trees? No. I mean, obviously not. 
She also she ran a a, a pet cemetery, for profit okay. pet cemetery. She uh um I wait, real quick, you specified for profit pet cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of assumed are cemeteries not for profit? You see, well, it's a sliding scale. Because they sell the plots, right? Well, see, what she did is she charged rent. Oh. She had people taking out leases on oh, them cemetery so plots. You, if you don't pay. We going to dig up gonna we gonna your, dig up that kitty cat. We going to throw him through your damn window. You're going to find your fish's bones out yeah. on the out on the lawn in a fucking Ralph's sack. You going to see Fluffy's body used by some golf kid's art project that we sure. sold to him for $7. Honestly, that's a good deal. It's a pretty good deal. I'd, buy a, I'd buy a whole mindset, Clancy. I'd buy a dog skeleton for $7 in a heartbeat. You see, it's a cheap deal, but for us, that's all profit. There's no overhead when the people are paying us to take the damn rat skeletons ourselves. That's so true. And that's the Christmas truth. Clancy, give me a little hustle update. How you been hustling this past week? Tell me what your new hustles are at. Tell me what your goals are for next week. Give me that hustle report. Well, I mean, obviously, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but obviously I am uh, ranking in a hot shit amount of money from from this uh, network proposal from the angel investors. That's my boy. But I can't talk numbers on that. What oh, I can sure, sure. what I can talk about is the hustle that I have been working on. It is a uh, a subscription box. Okay. You hear about these? Oh, these are hot right now. Loot, loot crate, uh, yeah, yeah, bark yeah, box, crate, uh, steak, Koblerone the one crate. with the beef. Mm. Um, there's the uh, Hello Fresh. Yeah. These sorts of the, things. The these flowers, subscription boxes. They bring different flowers. So here, here's what it is. It's the car park of the week club. Okay. okay, I'm listening. Okay, so here's what I do. Here's what I do. I get people to give me forty or fifty bucks every week. That's reasonable for uh, and because and it, I don't Clancy. I don't even know what the product is yet. That's reasonable. It could be. Well, here's here's what it is. Here's what it is. Hit I me. I do a lot of night walking. Sure. I As you were wont to do. I, I walk at night. I take little walks around the neighborhood. That's how you generate some of the best hustle thoughts. Um, and lately what I've been doing is taking a big wrench with me. Mm. And whenever I see a car, I'll rip open the hood. Okay. Crack something out of there. There you go. Toss it in a box. All right. Send it off to somebody. See, that's upcycling too. Exactly. And that exactly. brings us to pointer number two. Always be upcycling. Yeah. A-B-U. A-B-U. I talk about it every week. That's a perfect example. Now, I have never really understood what's the difference between recycling and upcycling. Now, Clancy, I'm glad you asked this because a lot of people, I get this question all the time. Because a lot of the hustles I do are, are, are fall under the upcycling genre. You see, a recycle is when you break down the components of what you're having, say it's like a newspaper. Yeah. You break it down completely to build it new from the core elements. Upcycled is more of like a repurposing. So it'd be like if you took if you took a a, a old old tire and you made a you made a swing set out of it, that would be upcycling. Okay. Now if you took that tire and you broke it down and made a new tire out of it, that would be recycled. Okay. Cause see, I've seen people do a thing where they say that they're upcycling and then they just like cut up a t-shirt and turn it into a blanket. Mm -hmm. That would be recycling. You see, that is a dishonest hustle right there. That is a dishonest hustle and I cannot condone it and I do not respect it, okay? What is... That's the Christmas truth. Okay, is downcycling a thing? Now, downcycling. Now, this is... Is that where you just light it on fire? Now, I, you see, for, for, for ethical reasons, I can't condone downcycling either. That is where for you take reasons. something... For, for ethic, it's against, like, okay, there's something very specific, one line of the Torah that most people ignore yeah. that advises against this. That is when you take something functional and break it down into something useless. Sure. And then you fleece a man, selling it to him, telling him it's something of use. That's a little bit what I'm doing. That's a little okay. bit what I'm doing. And so it is downside. Because, like, car works. Mm -hmm. Sure thing. Rip a one of my favorite things about a car. Rip a chunk of the radiator out. Just a chunk. Just a chunk. Okay. I take the big wrench and I just sort of like bang away you at just it. Taking like, the old scoop out of there. Like, have you ever played like a video game where you no. where you can? <laughs> well, once or twice. Okay, so there's like video games. I played the arcade games. Yeah. Okay. Some video games where I did you a lot of flight simulators when I was in the Air Force. I think this probably happens in flight simulators right. where you do you ever like get out of the airplane in a flight flight simulator? 
I did th- at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This, okay. Yeah. Well, and then sometimes you're like holding a wrench and you like bang it on a thing and it fixes the thing. Sure. And it's that's kind of like what I'm doing, but like the opposite. Like I'll I'll take the wrench and I'll bang it on the thing and then the thing breaks off. Okay. And that's an upside. And and so you're turning. This is th- th- see what I love about this hustle. I'm taking a working car and I'm turning it into a not working car and also a thing that I can sell for forty five dollars. And you see, Clancy, this is exactly why I want to do have on the program. This is a hustle with zero overhead, y'all. Zero overhead. Zero Rule waste. number three: zero overhead is the policy of the day. The other thing is that I don't even put them in boxes. I just put a uh, label directly onto the piece of car. Mm-hmm. It's just like a big chunk of metal with a, a mail label on it. And, I, and then I throw that directly into the mailbox. And I don't put a return ad- address on it. That's important. The first time, I did put a return address on it. And apparently, if you just take a big chunk of a car and put it in the mailbox... People do think that it might be a bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can get in trouble for that. Don't put a, don't put a return address on and it. And you see, I was going to ask about that because I did, I did have problems. I had a, a side hustle um, a little while ago that was of, of the similar ilk where I had a, a subscription service uh, where I was sending people explosives. Sure. A monthly explosive of the month sure, club. dynamite. Um and, and you know it's and and look, I'm not one of these silly motherfuckers C4. that goes out there and reads the whole damn re- rule book before I yeah. before I make any decision in my life. Well, you can't. I, how, I, how who's got the possi- damn time? We at, out here working hard, playing hard. At this point, <laughs> at this point in the history of the world, the rule book has become so long it is that expansive. no one person could know all of the rules, and that's why I think it's okay. If you do something wrong, you can say, I didn't know that rule. Because you, you see, these these postal workers um, in their ivory towers absolutely expect me, expect too much of me if I'm supposed to just have memorized the list of things I can and cannot send through the mail. Oh, what? Just because you have short pants and badass calves, you think you can tell me? what I am and am not allowed to put in your fancy blue box. Just because you got the leg strength to drop kick a motherfucker through a Honda Civic doesn't mean he can step to me Absolutely. with every goddamn little little tiny minutia that I fuck up when I'm trying to yeah. send a damn bomb through the mail. Well, and, that, and that's the Christmas truth. That's very much the same argument that I used when I uh, drove my car through a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. recently. I, see, because I didn't realize that I wasn't allowed to park in a 7-Eleven. Yeah, and you ain't got time to find a parking spot. No. People waste no. people waste upwards, and this is a fact that I read recently. Did you know, Clancy, that people waste an upwards of forty seven seconds every day parking their car? And that's insane. Think about how much forty seven seconds builds up in a week. You could that's you, basically five minutes. You could take seven showers in that time. You could take eight showers if you in wanted five to. Minutes. You I could, could fit in an eighth shower. You could brush your whole family's teeth in that time. In five minutes? In five minutes? In five minutes, I could jerk off 32 times. You could jerk off 32 people and yourself. I could blow... And still have time to clean it up, Clancy. 32 full loads and still have time to take a little walk around the block. Yeah. So, all right. So, you were saying you blew through the 7-Eleven. I blew through the 7-Eleven. And now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I did sort of take advantage of the situation. Everybody sure. was sort of screaming and yelling. Yeah. I did I did clear out their ice cream chest. Hey, that's just being ready for those opportunities well, and see, when they arrive. Now that's upcycling, right? That's upcycling. That's upcycling. When you when you see something yeah. and you take it and then you make it into it's your tummy is happy now. Are you, are you turning that in you turning those calories into energy for the day. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I and they didn't love, they didn't love the. I was just upcycling with the stealing, and I was like, "You're right, I did, I did steal again That's with fine. these rules." I again did not realize that I was not allowed to park in the Seven Eleven. Sure, and uh, they did still slap me with a hefty fine. And these these goddamn bureaucrats, 
with their red tape. Once they got you on one little thing, once they got their hooks on oh you, my God. then they leave like, okay, yeah, you can't you can't park inside the store. Oh, you can't take the ice cream without paying. You can't slap around the person at the register yeah. because they aren't giving you an extra bag because oh, so, oh, your so ice cream's too heavy. So you read the press release. Yeah. About about this incident. Clancy, I've been watching you for a long time, and I never planned to stop. I did. It did say I got slap a, around. I got a Google alert set it up. It was a little bit more than a slap around. I will say I went full I went full Stone Cold Steve Austin on Okay, him. you did a damn stunner? I, I stunned right him. I stunned him good. Right on the lottery tickets? Yeah, I jumped up onto the counter. I dragged them up. Uh-huh. I gave him a big old German suplex over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. In straight into the chips, uh, a lot of crushed chips. I do not take responsibility nah, for the crushed, crushed chips. Clancy, that is unfortunate, but you got to crack a few eggs. Yeah, exactly. if you're gonna make that damn omelet. Exactly. Speaking of the eggs, ruined, destroyed. The eggs too, Clancy. Yeah, now that the was... chips. The chips are up by the register. The eggs are all the way back down by well, the see, by the dairy in the back after, of the store. After I threw the guy through okay. the chips, uh, I did go back to the dairy and just start sort of crushing everything. I took milk bottles, okay. threw them over my shoulder, okay. just like started punching the eggs. So cartons. when you said you went Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're specifically talking about the Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin Booker T yes. grocery store brawl. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I understand. That's sort of the situation. And... What That's what, it say, sounds like exactly the situation. What I will say you is You were I, cosplaying, pretty much. I did not touch any of the alcohol. You can't. Which is where the 7-Eleven makes the real money. That's where the, that's, you see, that's where the real, the real golden see, egg is for See, that's anyway. the thing, is that, in my opinion, it's totally okay to steal anything from, from 7-Eleven as yeah. long as you leave the mics hard. The only reason they got the chips in the first place is to make you damn thirsty... Exactly. So you go back and exactly. get yourself a couple of tecates and some exactly. lime. Some buzz balls. And that's Christmas true. Absolutely. So anyway, that's sort of what's been going on in my life. Okay, Clancy. Now, we've talked about how you've worked hard this week. My next segment is, Clancy, how you playing hard this week? How you cutting loose? How you making sure your body and mind are refreshed for more hustling tomorrow? Yeah, totally. I... I have been doing a lot of, get this. All right, I'm waiting. I'm ready reading. for it. Reading damn books. Read, well, not reading books. Okay, unpack that. I mean, magazines. Uh, All right. Any sort of publications that are particularly grabbing your interest right now, Clancy Kramer? Yeah. Uh, you, have you heard of this? Uh, J14 magazine? I have not. Is that sort of like Is that sort of like a, 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 like a, a, a tween magazine? Is yeah. that 14? Is that yeah. Referring to people's people's age of their readership. Yeah, Twist magazine. Well, it's it's short for just for teens. Oh, just for teens. Yeah, not just fourteen. But not it, like if but you're thirteen it is, or fifteen, it is spelled out J fourteen, like the number. Okay, isn't that fun? That's a little cheeky. It I is. like that. It's cheeky. It's they called got, it's called Just for Teens magazine, but it's J fourteen. You know they got a couple hustlers over there in their in their editorial marketing staff. department. Yep. Yep. They. Yep. They're nailing it. Mm-hmm. They're nailing it. Let me tell you what they got going on in there. They got break it down for me. They got this segment uh, that I am obsessed with. Cannot get enough. Hit the me. thing that is tickling my asshole re- lately is uh, the J fourteen uh, segment. It's called Guy Math. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. So, Honestly, this sounds like some, some funny-ass bullshit you're about so, to tell so me. So here's the deal with guy math. Uh, they take basically like, it'll be like, oh, Justin Bieber's lips and uh, Gary Busey's uh, hairline. And then that equals uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. And so it'll be like a, a, a picture of Justin Bieber, picture of Gary Busey, Hunter S. Thompson. Gotcha. And then it's like a plus and then it equals. That sounds like a pretty fun segment. It's pretty good. Let's do that. I think that brings me to the next segment of the show called Guy Math. (laughs) This is a segment of the show where I like to do a little bit of Guy Math. Clancy Kramer, I'm going to hit you with some math and you're going to solve the equation. Sure. All right. So the first equation is Dave Grohl's chin. Sure. Covered by hair usually. Covered by hair. A hairy ass chin. Okay. Dave Grohl's chin. Plus Oscar Wilde's witticisms. Okay. And okay. what? And what? Tell me, Clancy, what does that equal to you? So bearded chin. 
Beard to chin. Dave Grohl's beard to chin. A witty, clever mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say present day Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's perfect. And that's Guy Math. Thank you for tuning in to Guy Math. Come back next week where we will have some guy division. Clancy. Here's how I've been playing hard. Okay. So I've been working. I already told you I've been I've been cleaning up. I've been cleaning up the the, the, the rods. I've been, I've been, sure. I've been grinding up and I've been adding that shoe shine to my thing to cut loose. I went out to the clubs last night, Clancy. Oh, dirt club. I went out to the clubs. Me and a couple Air Force buddies, we got together. And we get when we get to, Wait, Air Force? Yeah. I was a lieutenant major general in the Israeli Air Force. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we not talked about this? No. Oh, Clancy, it's a funny story, actually. I do I, I do want to say <laughs> World's Hottest Goss as an entity does not necessarily support that, but we don't have to get The Israeli it. Air Force? <laughs> oh, Clancy, I think this is things people love to hear jokes about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clancy, you see, I didn't, you know, I never planned. It was never an aspiration for me to be in, a member of the IDF. It wasn't something that I, I sought out. I was, uh, it was like, you know, 2012, I was doing one of them uh, birthright trips. Sure. Uh, you know, them birthright yeah, trips, you, do a little bit of community service. You go and you learn about your heritage. Yeah, you learn about your heritage. And I was, I was, uh, I was uh, volunteering at a... Uh, is that, should I have not said or whatever? Oh, uh, maybe that, not. Uh, you know, that, listen, Clancy, I think we're in hot water for the next five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I can't like, imagine that <laughs> this story can be improvised in a way that will be, uh, that'll make everybody happy. So All I was, right. I was, living, I was yelled the wall or whatever. I was living in one of them there years, working on a on a on a on a sheep farm, and uh, me and a couple buddies, a couple buddies from doing the birthright trip, we went into the into the city for the wait, weekend. Okay, to well, cut wait, loose. real quick, yeah. real quick. You went on a birthright trip, uh-huh. and during that time, you were living in a year working on a sheep farm. Yes. Do people usually get jobs during their birthright trip? I think so. I think there's community service elements to it. Oh, community service. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was okay. volunteering, was like, helping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. But we're allowed to go cut loose on the weekends. Sure. And what like I thought. Rumspringer. Exactly. It's exactly like that. Don't take that in your mind. The picture that you have, change nothing. Same, similar facial hair. So we were going out. We were hitting the clubs. You, you know ever notice that? You ever notice that Hasidic Jews and uh, Amish gentlemen have similar facial hair? Yeah, well, I think there's something about humbling yourself before the eyes of God. Sure, is, sure. Is and also a, somewhere a, a, a in one funky, of those books it says you're not supposed hairstyle. to shave your face. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. One of those books. And it seems like maybe a lot of the it books. It seems like, I don't, and you know, I don't, it's hard to tell who's biting whose style or if it's just like, you know, uh, Actually, uh, parallel thinking on that. Real quick, I am going to change my answer to uh, the guy math. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, yep. D- Dave Grohl's facial hair and... Uh, the witticisms of Oscar Wilde. Yeah, Osama Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden. That's classic. That's classic and Clancy. I usually don't let people change their answers, but for you, I'll let it slide. So anyway, we went to what I thought was an arcade, and I was playing what I thought was a video game. Uh, you know, just messing around late at night. We'd been out of the clubs. I'd pop my shirt off, and turns out it wasn't a video game. It was a damn flat similar. It was an idea for recruitment site. Oh, I see. Bing, bong, boom. Next thing you know, I'm straddling a predator drone. <laughs> Fucking dropping baloney up and down the Gaza Strip. Wait. And that's the strength, Clancy. <laughs> rode on top of the drone. Clancy. <laughs> you clearly you clearly don't have any friends or family in the armed service. No. <sighs> Clancy. No, I, you know, I knew a guy in high school who decided to be in the Air Force. He's dead now, though. I and mean, it's okay. This this sort of this ignorance is forgivable. And all he's maybe the only person who's died in the Air Force in the last twenty years. Yeah, maybe the maybe. Air Force. The Air Force is kind they of kind of hang out on boats. Kind of for nerds these days. You know, they say it's these flying planes, but it's a lot of hanging out on boats. You know, it's a lot of that's where they keep the planes. Well, and also a lot of boat. hanging out in like air conditioned rooms and mm-hmm. just basically playing video games. It's just playing video games. Basically, just playing video games. And what's wrong with just playing video games. Hey, man, we all do it. We all want to do it. That's just the way I to do it. I don't know why I have uh, backed myself into a hole with you. It's all good, Clancy. The water's warm down here. <laughs> now I don't know why I decided to watch you back yourself deep into the deepest hole and then say, you know what? What if I grab a shovel, too? And, you know, some people were saying would say you were giving me an out uh, on an improvisational level, something else we could talk about. <laughs> 
Um, but I think that's cowardly. Here's how predator <laughs> drones work. See, Clancy, a lot of people think that just because it's a drone, that it's unpiloted inside the aircraft, that you don't have to have someone there making sure that thing is running smoothly. See, now it's I always... two people. Inside? The, no, it's two. No one's inside. Clancy, it's a drone. That'd be fucking ridiculous. I have someone inside That's, of a drone. That would be ridiculous. That's Clancy. You're talking. I know you're a comedian, but take this shit seriously. Well, okay. Uh, since I am a comedian, let me let me get this joke out really quick. I was thinking it's called a drone because of the sound it makes. Oh, Clancy. Because it goes like. Oh, Clancy. They're very quiet. Quite deadly. That's a pretty good impression. That's a droning sound, right? That's really good. You got a David telling you? Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh-oh, you see man. this? You heard about this? <laughs> oh, my classic Kramer. You see this? You heard about this? Classic Kramer. Hey, hey, I'm freaking jaywalking over here. So pretty much you co-pilot a drone sort of like a Jaeger. Have you seen Road Pacific work. Rim? Oh, yes, I have seen Pacific Rim. It's sort of Rim. that. Now, of course, Pacific Rim is is sci-fi fantasy. We can't literally link two brains together. I am trying to figure out how this will work the same way at all. <laughs> Well, Clancy, it's you see, I think a lot of things because you just said that that you aren't inside the drone, and that would be ridiculous. And the whole thing with Pacific Rim is they are inside Clancy, the Yeager. Clancy, Clancy, you have zeroed in and focused on the wrong detail of the story. But it's the best part of the Yeager. What I'm trying to tell you is the reason it's similar. It's teamwork, Clancy. Oh. Two pilots, co-pilots. Now, instead of, you can't really meld someone's mind yeah. together. Yeah. That's sci-fi fantasy. That would be fucked up. So what you do is you That's have... some Spock shit. You got one person with the rum, remote control, and this little Xbox controller yeah. controlling the drone. Little and, Xbox controller. Little Xbox Just controller. Just like the That's, submarine. That's real. Just like the submarine. <laughs> yeah, little Xbox controller. And you got a, and you got a, a co-pilot straddling that bastard, uh, making sure everything's running, you know, giving porn in the grease when it needs the grease. Did you say porn? Pouring in the grease. Oh, the pouring. The grease. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's 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 a co-pilot situation, and that is what I did. And yeah, I listen, Clancy. I'm not proud of my military service. I'm not proud of the things I did, but I am proud of the fact that that I represented someone else's country. <laughs> and I'm proud oh, of so, what I'm proud of. Is I'm proud okay. of the bombs I made. So you you not the people in my in my platoon. For a hot second, I thought you said the bombs I made. Nope, Clancy. <laughs> hey, Clancy. We are doing a tightrope walk right now. <laughs> we are on the razor's edge of, of, I really of this being a very a sad bit. On something you said just a second ago. Go for so it. you do not claim Israel as your homeland. Oh, no. I'm American okay. through and through. Sure. Absolutely. From bo- Boomerang, West, and, and West Virginia. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Born and raised, baby. Listen, I'm American by birth, Southern by the grace of God. Come you, on. You quoted me five, and we're like eight minutes deep oh, here. Oh, yeah, baby. Eight All minutes right. deep in hot, hot water. So pretty much how I cut loose is me and my Air Force buddies went to the clubs, popped the shirt off, did a little dancing. <laughs> so that's the that's the uh, play hard segment of the show. <laughs> Next segment of the show, this is this is where I like to talk to, to guests and get their get get them to. You see, we got a lot of hustlers listening to this, Clancy. Oh yeah. I've been doing this show for, for, for 13 days now, and the, the, the audience that I've built, I've noticed one thing, is that they are all on the grind or trying to get on that grind. Sure, 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 sure. sure. And so this segment of the show, I like to ask my guests, who are all seasoned grinders, seasoned hustlers, for a little bit of their advice of what people listening can do to step up their hustle for the coming week. Clancy, what do you got for me? Here's the thing. You gotta stop jerking off. Okay, it's all about dig into that for It's me. all about semen retention. Mm. Because what they don't tell you, what they don't tell you is that every time you pop off, every time you let one rip, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Throw throw little ropes. Yeah, blast blast a hot one. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Give a little release. Every time you milk the ogre's thumb. Sure. Every time. You're getting rid of some of your natural mm. brain juices. Mm. That's cerebral fluid coming out, when, huh? Yeah, when you're, when, when you're, See, I didn't know that. Like logically, it would make sense for it to be uh, come straight from the balls. That comes out. Oh, okay, straight from the balls. I thought you meant logically, it would make sense. The stuff that comes out of your penis 
when you jerk off to become. Yeah. And I would have to agree with that, too. Well, it still is come. Okay. It still is come, but it's not coming for the balls. All right. It's straight from the brain. Well, then what's the words? What and the, the same right. goes for anyone who doesn't have balls. That all comes from the brain. Anything that's coming out of your genitals is coming straight from the brain. That You see, that makes sense because, because when, when someone has a child... When someone has a, There's a, a birth there. to a child... There is a brain in and there. And how are you going to upcycle a brain without using components exactly. of a brain in the first place? Well, and that's the other thing. Can't have babies. Because every time you have a baby, you're giving away you're a giving big away old a chunk size of chunk of your, your brain. Now this, I'm on board for. I've been saying this for years. If you have six or seven kids, you don't got no brain no more. And the thing is, people think, listen... This is a very outdated mindset. People are thinking, like fucking medieval farmers still are thinking, if I have these kids, that's workforce. They think that's going to increase the hustle. No. They say, I have kids, I'm going to be having more people do the grind, do my various projects, that I can work have work the counter at my McDonald's franchise. Harder. Work smarter, Exactly, harder. because the thing is, before those childs get to the age where you can have them work, You've got four solid years of having to do everything for them. Yeah. And you're going to give up a section of your hustle for four years? Four, okay, four years, and also four years with so little brain left in your head. Yeah. That you can't even really do anything. Your water, it's like when you, it's like when you, you're running low on dish soap. Sure. And, and you put a little water in there to stretch sure, it. Sure, sure, your sure, body sure. does that every single time you have a child. It does. And eventually, that shit ain't going to get sudsy, Clancy. No. That shit ain't going to lather, oh Clancy. And that's I, the fucking Christmas truth. I spoke to uh, a working mom, a working single mom in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, this past week. And she told me that she has seven children. <sighs> well, I assume that's what she was saying. What it sounded like was... <laughs> They're zombie fighting. Just like a drone. Yeah. There, can I get it? Can I? Can you tell me what Dave Attell would sound like if after having seven children? Yeah, he would sound like... Hit me with that. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, people... I think people get confused, Clancy. When, when you say... And I say this all the time. In fact, this is rule number five of this week's show. Give yourself to the hustle. I do not mean that literally, Clancy. Yeah. I mean, give your energy, Clancy. So true. I mean, give your time and your mental capacities. You can't be giving damn slices of your fucking brain. Because then where does that stop? Well, and some people I have heard, I've heard that when when you say give yourself to the hustle, they're straight up cutting off fingers, mm. toes, elbows. And they lie to themselves and they say, oh, this is no overhead. I Throw didn't pay for these fingers. Throwing it in a box, tossing it in the mail. They think that to the, the hustle, they think that they can just that, that since they didn't pay actual currency for for their foot, that yeah. that, that, that that there's no overhead. Yeah. Listen, you're gonna be paying the damn overhead the rest of your life. Yeah. When you gotta strap a damn ping pong paddle to the bottom of your ankle, that's a damn and use that as a foot. And that's the Christmas truth. That is the most expensive thing you'll ever buy. <sighs> And we got and you got to remember that, people. All right, clients. This brings us to the final segment of the show, and that is how Clancy are you this week? Getting right with God. <laughs> how are you maintaining your connection with God? What 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 are are, are you doing? Scripture readings. Or are you doing prayer work, service work? What I will say is it has been very difficult to commune with the Almighty, God himself, ever since I did stop jerking off. Mm, you think that they were sort of a... That was, that was sort of my mm. prayer time. That was sort of my prayer time. Sort of a, your penis yeah. sort, of, sort of acted as a conduit. Well, I was saying like, oh God, yes. You're yes. getting his damn attention. Fuck yes. Mm. Oh God. A lot during that time. And I don't really say those sorts of words outside of when I am yeah, yeah, slapping yeah, the yeah, hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Clancy, I, 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 well, if it seems like you're between a rock and a hard place here. Yeah. Because not jerking off 
saving that brain fluid. Between a cock and a hard place. You're between a cock and a God place. And you're saving that brain fluid to do your hustles. Yeah. But it seems like you have stepped out of the light of God's grace by no longer communicating Yeah. in that time when you're jerking off. Sure. I want to know how you plan to rectify this. And if maybe maybe you could do some edge play. Okay. Some edge play where you're still communing with, sure. with God. But not popping but off. But not popping off. Or maybe maybe you could maybe no ropes. Maybe you could get like like a little plunger. You could stuff that, that, that come back into your ear hole. Oh. Like you're loading a musket. Now that's interesting. What do you, or even what do you think? If I got like a big like one of those big plastic syringes yep, yep, and yep. like spirit Halloween, it up, yep, yep, zooped yep. it up up and then like through the nose. Yeah. Vump. Yep, the no the nose is the doorway to the brain. That is what they have always said. That's what Oscar Wilde said. <laughs> he said that. Important importance of being earnest. They escaped that that well up that's classy. Thank you so much for being on the program. Absolutely. How are we doing on time? Is, I that, think, a, is I that an episode of a show? I think it's probably about an episode of a show. I don't oh, know. You're the one who's been doing it for oh, 13 days. Hey, man, we, we, we keep it loose here, and I'm sure there'll be some sort of breakdown after this episode, too. Or we just joined, Did I tell you we joined a podcast network? Oh, shit. It was your podcast network. It is my podcast we network. Just joined I reached out to you. All right, Clancy. Well, what do you got to plug this week? Uh, we actually don't do plugs on this network after the incident. All right, Clancy. That makes a lot of sense to me. For me, Clancy Kramer, it's your boy, Milkshakes Christmas. Keep hustling. Keep showing, and as always, I love you all. Come on! Woo! That's Christmas true. Just clap, get us back, and the outro. And we're back for wow. the outro. I think I think that might do some good numbers. I mean, I could see that growing a real listenership, like a real grassroots. Yeah, because it sounds like he's bringing. Um, and, you know, years of knowledge. Years of knowledge, and it sounds like he's already had recorded a little bit before this. Yeah, I so, had n- I was not aware of that. He's at a whole the time. thirteen days into the show. Yeah, well, and it does sound like he's doing like multiple shows a day. Yeah, it seems it seems like he's already done like forty or fifty episodes. Can I say something that I noticed about Milkshake's Christmas? Yeah, that boy's a hustler. That boy, whoo! Seems like he stays on the grind. He. I have not seen him leave the grind the entire time I've known him, which is upwards of 17 days. And I don't think, sometimes like if I, I'll try to catch him out of the corner of my eye, like like when he thinks I'm not looking to see and kind of pretend to be like reading or something, to see if he, he steps off the grind, like when he thinks no one's noticing, that boy is stalwart. He is on his grind. deep in the grind. Yeah. He's like yeah. it, it, the grind is like quicksand to him. And he's, he's got a codependent relationship with the grind. He's not even on it. He's in it. He might be addicted to the grind. He might be addicted to the grind. Do you think we should have an intervention? We should probably have an intervention for milkshakes okay. at some point. I'll come back. Future. I'll come back for a milkshakes Christmas intervention. Yeah. You know, I've never been on on a, a recording with milkshakes. I would love to yeah. pick his brain a little bit. It seem it does seem like every time that I have spoken to him and you. It's usually within the same day or so. We're in each other's orbit. It's, but it's it's on one of your famous tumor days. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go full tumor. Which mode. hey, you, I gotta do me. Yeah, I gotta do me oh, on man. my tumor days. If there's one thing I know about Rylan McCarthy, it's that I gotta do me. Gotta have the tumors. And I think that is the McCarthy truth. <laughs> now that I think about it, well, don't go stealing milkshakes thing. Does he say that? He says, yeah, this is Christmas truth. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. Good to have a catchphrase. So anyway, uh, this brings us to the close of another episode of World's Hottest Goths. It's a good show. People like it. Um, Thank you. This is the part where I'm going to say my classic uh, sign-off phrase. And right after I say my classic sign-off phrase, you'll say a sign-off phrase. Sure. Uh, Do you have one in the chamber? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, reach out to us on uh, MySpace and uh, LinkedIn, and we'll be around. And poke, poke us in the ass and uh, pour hot tea all over your legs and feet. And this is Ryland McCarthy. Don't stop wiping till the paper's wet. <laughs>